What's going on, everybody? This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk, and thank you for joining me on this first episode of the 2020 season of Short Yardage. And uh, I'm back. I made it back, and we're going to do it again here for these Seattle Seahawks, and it's been a long off season. It's been a, it's been a long year. It's been a long year. It's, uh, you know, with everything going on in the world, with the NFL, with everything right now, it was hard for me to even figure out what to even get on here and talk about. And to be honest, I haven't really, ha- I did, I didn't really get it figured out before I hit record on this, uh, on this mic here. So we're just gonna wing it. We're just gonna wing it. Um, there isn't a whole lot uh, that's on my mind right now um, outside of um, where we stand in the world. First of all, hope everybody's doing great. Um, COVID-19 has changed the world uh, as we know it. And uh, for the last six months, uh, things have been Things have been wild. You know, we didn't even really know if we were even going to get a football season this year. We lost a lot of sports since, um, you know, basically January. Um, and we lost the we lost the the preseason of, uh, of of this football campaign, this NFL campaign. So um, but we managed to be able to I, I had a feeling the NFL was going to play. The NFL is such a huge, huge moneymaker for so many different you know, organizations, companies, just everywhere. The NFL is just too big for it to not happen. I'm not going to go into my conspiracy theories about the whole COVID thing. And not not that I, I, I know COVID is real. <laughs> but, you know, as far as what we do as a country and an economy and when we decide to let things happen or not let things happen, that's a whole other conversation. But I knew the NFL was going to happen. And here it is. It's week one, and uh, we got some football. Um, our Seattle Seahawks uh, look to me again this year like, um, you know, uh, another team that's poised to do well. Um, I I made a decision, though, just going off of what I've seen, um, you know, with consideration to, um, you know, the, the lack of preparation and and just 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 the, the, this season the, this year just being weird um i've decided that i'm going to put an asterisk next to this season regardless of what happens and yes that is you know up to and including if the seahawks win the super bowl i'm i'm still putting an asterisk next to the season because it's just too weird to call it normal you know i don't i don't there was no preseason you got these you know um you know there's no fans in the stadiums for for the first few weeks of the year it's just it's just weird and i just can't in good faith you know um accept it as 100 percent truth so even if the seahawks you know end up winning the super bowl this year i'm still going to put an asterisk now i might i might not speak so strongly about it in february if in february when we're literally running onto the field <laughs> in the super bowl but i'm saying it now it's on record um 
but uh, uh, we we look good. We've we've uh, we've got some had some acquisitions, um, had some losses, but I I think um, you know I think this team looks just as strong as ever. Uh, Russell Wilson. I mean, what more can you say? I expect big things from Russell. Uh, a lot of the experts are saying that they expect things, big things from Russell as well this year. Uh, however, they don't expect the Seahawks to do well, which is kind of strange because, as we know, um, you know, so far, you know, as Russell Wilson goes, so goes the Seahawks. Very rarely do you see Russell Wilson having a banner day and the Seahawks not, you know, winning the game. So, um, I would be very surprised to see that Russell has, you know, a season anywhere close to better than his than, than last year and Seattle doesn't do it at least as good. Um uh we picked up Carlos Hyde, um uh, which is a um uh a pickup that I was excited about. I've been a Carlos Hyde fan if you want to say that you know he's been a san francisco or he was a 49er for um uh you know a a while and so while he was there obviously i have no love for the 49ers so you know he wasn't going to get too much love from me but um i do i do see a running back uh that's certainly going to to give um to give us an advantage um as even if it's just in a in a spell format for chris carson um, but Chris Carson, uh, Carlos Hyde, Rashad Penny, um, I mean, say that we, we have three good running, th- three running backs who have proven that they can run the ball well in this league. Um, uh, Hyde had rushed for, over, uh, excuse me, Hyde rushed for over a thousand yards last year, you know? So, I mean, we've got 2000 yard rushers you know, in our, in our running back committee, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't get angry about that. Um, I'm very, very anxious to see what we do, um, in the receiving game. I uh, supposedly Josh Gordon has been signed and is going to play. Um, he's, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not quite sure if he's been reinstated already, but apparently he's going to be, um, Tyler Lockett as the number one DK as the number two. I'm really hoping that we find that DK Metcalf ends up being the star that we hope he is. Um, I mean, just the flashes he had last year and what he was able to do, um, some pretty amazing plays he made. He showed his speed. He showed uh, how he can use his size, um, you know, over over and, and body up uh, corners and even safeties. Um, if he can stay healthy, I, I think DK Metcalf, could be huge this season this season um i hope he holds on to the ball a little better he had a little bit of a hands issue last season in a few games but um in total um dk metcalf i'm I'm looking for big things um on the defensive side the whole offseason was all about Jadavion Clowney. it was all about Clowney. um i'm not at all worried there um, I believe that, uh, our defensive line, as long as we can stop the run, I'm not as worried about the pass rush as I am about stopping the run. Um, you, you simply can't win games. You cannot win games if you can't stop the run. Um, 
you know, if anybody saw the opener, uh, the Kansas City Texans game, um, you you cannot win if you can't stop the run. A team like the Kansas City Chiefs, who have so many weapons in the passing game, I believe in the second quarter, I, I wasn't really keeping count, but I swear it seemed like there were like six, at least six, seven or eight, I don't know how many plays in a row, just straight runs. They were running the ball up the middle, run the ball up the middle, run the ball up the middle, then run around the outside. Tech Houston had nothing. And this is in the second quarter. I think it was the drive just before, the drive where they went down and scored just before the half. Um, they were just running the ball. Mahomes wasn't even throwing it. <laughs> you know, you got to be able to stop the run. And I think that uh, this Seattle defense, um, if that D-line can stop the run, I'm not so worried about the pass rush. Um, we've shored up the secondary. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, with, with Shaquille Griffin, um, and, and now we have, uh, uh, Jamal Adams back there. Who's, you know, everybody's saying that this is going to be a huge, huge upgrade for us in the secondary, um, Quandry Diggs, you know, and then Quentin Dunbar coming over, assuming Quentin Dunbar doesn't get back in trouble. Yeah. This, that whole thing. I'm so sick of these players sometimes. And, when I get sick of players, I get sick of players for doing dumb stuff like getting in trouble. Why? Why? Why are you as a as a NFL an NFL player making millions? Why are you mixed up in something having to do with armed robbery? That just doesn't make any sense. It's bad enough when you're when you're when it's the PEDs or even or even um, recreational drugs. I can even stomach that at least easier than 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 armed robbery like the recreational drugs I, I get that because you know when it comes to like marijuana marijuana is is all but legal you know the only places that are still you know dragon dragon tail on legalizing marijuana there's a few and then the, and a lot of big companies are dragon tail on it, like the nfl just legalize it and let these guys do what they want to do you know i mean how are you going to make something illegal well, that's a conversation for another day. But I can I can stomach those situations. But um, when you're robbing people and doing, you know, just like just ghetto gangster stuff, that's just not that's just not OK. And I know a lot of these guys, a lot of these kids are young kids, a lot of these a lot of these uh, players and they come from walks of life that are different. You know, a lot of these players come from hard roads, you know, but. Where is their support system? Where is their support system, you know, uh, uh, helping them out, making sure they're not getting wrapped up in the nonsense? But um, with that being said, um, uh, uh, the defense looks like it could be strong. Uh, certainly in the secondary. Certainly in the secondary. So... I think any type of pass rush we get is going to be huge. I think we stand to have a very opportunistic um, defense, um, not not much unlike you know the Seahawks, the LOBs of old. You know, so I'm looking forward to seeing that on Sunday against Atlanta. As much as I'd like to, you know, break down this game coming up on Sunday, it's. I feel like with all that's going on, um, it, it is uh, irresponsible to not address 
the state of, uh, of our nation um, when it comes to social justice. And along with that, um, how, it, how it has had an effect on sports in this nation. Um, you know, you have all of these things happening out there where, you know, where, you know, you have, you have unarmed people, typically unarmed black people being shot down, killed, um, by police. You know, there, there seems to, it seems to be so obvious that there is a discrepancy here and so many people see it. So many see it, but then there, but there's these, this other, you know, demographic, this other group of people who just refuse to see it. And sometimes I get a little confused. I'm not sure if, if they are truly naive or if they're choosing to willingly just, you know, uh, discredit and, and push it away because they just don't like to hear about it. Um, this is going to be something I don't think this is anything that's going away anytime soon. I'll do my very best in these shows to not get stuck on it. Um, you know, I, I, I want to talk football just like everybody else, just, just like any other football fan. I want to see football being played, um, you know, but uh, take take this is I'm recording this on Thursday evening. OK, I just got done watching earlier tonight the uh, Chiefs and Texans. And whether or not you agree with kneeling or sitting or standing or being in the locker room or not being in the locker room, national anthem, black national anthem. Gosh, I, I could talk for hours about just those things I just rattled off. Whether or not you agree with, you know, who cares how you feel about any of those things I just listed. But tonight, before the game, in light of everything that's been happening in the world, in this country, more specifically. These two teams stood on the field, locked arms in solidarity. Just, just a show of solidarity, a show of, of inclusion and acceptance. Solidarity. A show of a show of equality. And a great many of the fans, loud enough of them for it to be heard by the cameras and the microphones, booed the players. They booed. They 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 the boo birds were flying all over the field. And that blew my mind. It didn't surprise me, but it still blew my mind. It wasn't anyone kneeling for the anthem or any of these things. It was just a stand in solidarity. Now, to me, that paints a picture. Because when you peel back the onion, the whole thing is about social injustice. A lot of that other side, and I say the other side because the side, not the side that I stand with, will say that they don't, oh, kneeling, kneeling was disrespectful to the flag. <clears throat> Sitting was disrespectful to the flag. 
They didn't want to see the kneeling. The protesting is a problem. The peaceful protest is how you should do it, but the peaceful protests get broken up just like the regular ones. They're the regular ones, <laughs> just like the, 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 the other ones. But in a stand of solidarity, all players locked arms, they still booed. And what that tells me is that it has nothing to do with, with kneeling during the national anthem or disrespecting the flag or disrespecting the military. Because none of those things were done tonight. So what that tells me is that the speaking out, the, um, the casting out of racism is what people have a problem with. Now, that doesn't go to say that that doesn't mean what I'm, that I'm saying that everyone is racist who didn't like it. That's not what I'm saying. But social injustice is the cause here. And if you just look at it for what it was, these players said, okay, fans, you don't like it when we do this, 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 and this. All right, so can we just stand there? Can we just stand there for the same reasons? But can we just stand there? You don't even like it when they just stand there? You don't even like it when they just stand there. They stood. But you still booed. So what are you really booing? What do you really have a problem with? It's it's a it's a big deal right now. It's a big deal right now in this country and honestly, I don't know where it goes. I don't know this that this just I don't know that this just goes away. Um it's this has caused a lot of people to draw a lot of lines with a lot of people that they even myself, even myself, I've drawn lines with people who um, I considered friends. I considered cohorts, associates. Um, it's it, it's it's tough. It's tough. This has gotten to the point now that you're either on one side or the other. And the reality is one side or the other is going to be on the wrong side of history when it all comes down to it. When it all comes down to it, one side or the other is going to be on the wrong side of history. A lot of people want to, you know, I see it on the social media, I see it on the internet, just shut up and play football. We don't want to hear about your politics. Well, you know, I mean, social injustice does not really qualify as politics for me. This is this is just human rights. This is just human rights. This isn't this isn't policies and 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 you know all that junk. This is just human rights, basic human rights. To be treated like a human. Black Lives Matter is a terrorist organization. Are you kidding? It's it's so it's so funny how people will choose to judge Black Lives Matter 
by its lowest common denominator, but then don't allow the same thing, for instance, with the police. Black Lives Matter is a movement for social justice. Yet it's been called a terrorist organization because of the few that wreak havoc. But when the few cops that are bad cause police in general to be looked at as less than admirable, they say, don't judge. You can't judge police by a few bad apples. I mean, this is the most elementary explanations I'm giving. I'm not even really going in deep. That's for later, I'm sure. Did you tell somebody that black lives matter and they say all lives matter? Or what about white lives? I mean, this it's, it's the most, I mean, this is, this logic is elementary. We want football. We all want football. Uh, but we must remember that these players are people too. They're not there just to go out there on that field and throw their bodies around, literally, literally kill themselves for your entertainment. And you just tell them to just shut up and play ball when when there are very real issues in this country going on that affect these people, these people who are there for your entertainment. I've heard people say things like, oh, I'm the one I, I pay to go to these games. I buy these tickets, so I'm paying their salary. So what? These are human beings. One of the, one of the craziest things I hear about sports players being, you know, crybabies and how are they oppressed? They make millions of dollars to play a kid's game. That's the most, again elementary you know logic thought process like thought process like is that really is is that really all your mind can, can is that all your brain can can come up with again the the top level of the cake right not even going too deep how are they oppressed because they what make a million dollars playing football it's always funny to me how people think that this is a game. Football is a game in the competitive sense, sure. But to say that they have no reason to complain because they get to play a game for a living is completely nonsense. Complete nonsense, excuse me. There is 32 teams. I have to check that for us. 32 teams in the NFL. 53 men on the active roster. Just we'll just take the active rosters. Uh, roughly a little a little over 1700 players in this league who have been able to rise to the level 
to call themselves a player in the NFL. 1,700. How many million people out there fall short, wish they could be one of 1,700 people in the whole country? And I say country just because they only play in this country. But you could say in the world. 1,700 people managed to do it out of millions. And you want to sit there and say that they get to play a game for a living as if they haven't worked their asses off to become the best in the world at doing it, at throwing a football or running with a football or catching with a football, catching a football or tackling someone. Yeah, sure. This is, this is a sport. It's not the most important thing in the world. But you seem to see that logic about how insignificant sports are. On one on one side of the argument. But then when they say when the players themselves say, you know what, hey, this is sports, this is not that important. People that look like me, people that I love being murdered in the street by the ones who are supposed to protect them is far more important. Social injustice is far more important than catching touchdown passes. Oh, but now you want to just shut up and play football. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. I would have, I would have had no problem if the NFL would have not been able to happen this season because too many players decided to opt out because of the climate of the uh, uh, because of the because of the of the football fan so many football fans said oh oh forget it i'm done i'm done with the nfl because of all this nfl uh is going to is going to say you know it's going to allow these players to just do one little thing before a game and I'm not going to watch them anymore. To all those people, I say good riddance. Good riddance. I would rather see the NFL fold than to have people get their jollies off of watching people kill themselves for their enjoyment, knowing that they would not care about their, about their person out in the street. And that's just where I draw my line. That's just how I feel about it. I'd have been fine if there was no football season. NBA has Black Lives Matter uh, Matter painted all over their basketball courts. I commend the NBA for that. Baseball, Black Lives Matter in the stands. I commend Major League Baseball for that. MLS, I commend you. The San Francisco 49ers, who I hate, put a Black Lives Matter flag in the north... I don't remember what direction, but in one of the corners of the stadium. Right next to, I believe, the American flag and the California flag. Black Lives Matter. Thank you, EA Sports, Madden NFL 21, made sure that the stadiums that flew Black Lives Matter, uh, that are flying Black Lives Matter flags this year, they put it in the game. That's awesome. That's awesome. If 
seeing Black Lives Matter upsets you, ask yourself why. If your response to Black Lives Matter is all lives matter, you're missing the point. And I'll keep that next comment to myself. There is an inherent to, T-O-O, in Black Lives Matter. You don't need to say all lives matter in response to Black Lives Matter. That's the whole point of Black Lives Matter. Not the way I fully intended on opening up short yardage for the 2020 season. Um, But this is just where we're at. I promise that this is not going to be every show this year. (laughs) Because at some point we're going to play some football and, um, you know, and hopefully the Seahawks are going to win some games and we can start talking about, you know, leading divisions and, and, and playoff pushes and, and, you know, home field advantages and first round buys and stuff like that. I'll get to the Brady being in Tampa and Brady and Gronk and, and Gurley being in, in Atlanta and, and all the other stuff. But um, this is how we open up. I will get back on here um, after we see what this, what kind of product the Seahawks put on the field on Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Pacific against those Atlanta Falcons. Looking forward to seeing it. Looking forward to seeing it. I was so happy to see football on TV. Like, real football. And when I say real football, I mean, like, actual live game. I've, wa- I've been watching old games for the last few months. Uh, I've been playing Madden, you know, you know, just, you know, wishing that I was actually, you know, out there myself. <laughs> Living vicariously through a video game. But we're back. Football is back. The Seahawks are back. And, uh... Your SoCal Seahawk and Short Yardage is back. This is Robert English, your SoCal Seahawk. Uh, I will be checking in with you guys again in a few days. I will talk to you later. Oh, before I, how could I forget? Please make sure you jump over and check out Seattle Sports Union. SeattleSportsUnion.com. SSU, we are everything Seattle sports from the Mariners to the Mist to the xfl's dragons to the seattle seahawks um anything seattle sports you want we got um you see the best from myself abraham deweese the rest of the team um podcast as well on uh itunes uh we we got it all we got it all so seattle sports union seattle sports union.com check us out facebook um uh uh, facebook and what else uh twitter thank you (laughs) All right, Robert Inga is signing off. Go Hawks.